Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. If you will, read one verse and get into it today because we're going to celebrate this great day for moms. Proverbs 31 and verse 10 reading the word of the Lord. It's good to see everyone here. We have about six families that's gone to give honor to their moms today. And you don't know what next year would bring. We don't know. One phone call changed our world. One moment changed my world. And uh, give honor to them. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. I want to give you a word today that the Lord put in my spirit studying for this day. Is God's will for a mom. God's will for a mom. Father, we love you today. We thank you for your presence. And I thank you for an awesome crowd and giving honor to their moms. God, I thank you for those who are gone to give honor today to their moms. Be with them and bless them safely. But let it not be a one-day, one-hour thing a year. But it should be an everyday practice habit. We thank you, God, for your word. We thank you for your presence. Bless these great people and bless us today in Jesus' name. Can we all say amen? Will you give him an honor and praise who he is and what he's going to do? can be seated. This woman I read about is a wife and a mother. Her skills are many. She knows her value to her family and her husband by her life. You see, she is a manufacturer. She's an importer, a manager. She's a realtor, a farmer, seamstress, a hoster, and also she's a merchant. You see, her strength, as I read about, is di- and dignity do not come for an amazing achievement she achieves as a mother. They are a result of her reverence to God Almighty. She is a very model of all the women to follow. Her life is shown through her work. You see, she influences those in her family. They trust and they follow her. Follow her because she is a worker. You see, in Proverbs 31 and 27, the Bible says she looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. That means she ain't lazy. Her children arose up and called her blessed. Her husband also, and he praised her who she is. You see, those values that you live, moms, in front of your children are intact within their heart. You say here quietly, I don't care, I'm gonna preach. It don't matter to me, but I'm here to tell you I'm who I am because I had a mother who taught me. Not only taught me, but she lived it in front of me. It wasn't words only, but it was action. She told me to go to church, but she showed me how to go to church, and she showed me how to live through adversities and and trials and battles. She didn't just tell me, but she told me how to trust God when everything went wrong and everything was bad. 
I'm here to tell you today I'm a result of a praying godly mama today that wasn't lazy but knew how to work and knew how to raise your children. So everything you do, mom, today, everything you do around your children is going to be intact in their spirit and their heart and that's who they're going to become. You see, her children arose and called her blessed. You got to understand one great man of God said to me one time, said, you see, if you want to know what kind of wife you're going to marry, go around her mother. If you want to know who you're going to marry, go visit their home. If you want to see how she's going to work, look at the work ethics of her mother. If you want to see what kind of house she's going to keep, go look at her house. If you want to know what you're going to get, go look. And I'm thankful today that I grew up where I grew up. Ma Garrett was a phenomenal example to my wife. Hard worker, knew how to clean house. She knew how to take care of her children and she knew how to live faithfully. I'm thankful today that God led me to my wife who when I looked at my mother-in-law and say, I'm gonna get a good thing today because of how she was raised. You gotta see how they were raised and see the values that were put in them before you say I do. Let me say it again. You better, you, you, can't, you can marry anybody, but you can't marry just anybody that will be a wife. You can marry anybody that lay down with you, but you can't marry anybody that will be a wife, that will bear your children, that will work for you, that will labor for you, that will pray with you, that when all hell breaks loose, they're not going to run from you, but they're going to stay in battle the battle with you. How many glad today you had a mama that taught you how to stand in the midst of a storm, that showed you how to not run, but trust in an almighty God when all storm come against you and taught you how to, to pray. You see, Proverbs 31 and 31 said, Give her of the fruit of her hands. Let her own works praise her in the gates. I can tell you right now, growing up with a mom who worked, I mean, she worked her house, and they've heard it a thousand times here. It wasn't dirty. You could eat off her floor. It was so clean. I got up in the morning times before I went to school. Let me tell all you moms this. Before I went to school, I had to make my bed up. My brother never did, but I had to. That's why he's, mom didn't give him the rod I had. But my room was clean. She told me how to clean it. Got home from school, I put dishes up from the dishwasher in the cabinet. I made sure things were done. We had chores to do. And you say, well, you a little sissy. You call me a sissy now. My mom taught me how to respect a wife that I was going to get. This thing ain't about the woman is to clean the house. Whose house is it? It's yours too, man. You sleep on that bed too. Those are she, your sheets too. So don't throw your nasty clothes in the floor. Pick them up. Quit being a trasher. Your wife ain't your slave. She's your helpmate. She's the one gonna help you through the storms when you feel like giving up and feel like giving in. She gonna whisper in your ear and say, baby, we're gonna make it today. With God, we can do all things today. We can make this. I'm thankful I've got a wife that brought some values from her mother into her life that when she looks at me when we're going through hell and going through high water, she said, babe, we're gonna make it. 
We're going to make it through this storm. We're going to make it through this situation. You hear me, Billy Sunday, I've said it before, and I love this story. Billy Sunday tells of going to a home that he came and came to, and he, and he knocked on the door, and he said, can I ask, can I see your mother? And a young boy opened the door and answered, sir, you can't see my mom right now. She's praying from 9 to 10. He waited 40 minutes to see the mother. And when she came out of her prayer closet, the light of the glory of God was upon her face. He knew instantly why that her home was so bright. He knew why her two sons were in the ministry and her daughter was in on the missionary field. Mr. Sunday commented, he said, all of hell cannot overcome a mother's prayer. Susan Wesley with 17 children spent an hour each day alone shut up in her room with God praying for each one of them. Under her two sons, under her two sons, God brought revival to England while framed, were swarmed in the blood of a ghastly revolution. It was her values that she showed to her children that created their character. Moms, how many have heard you pray? How many watched you pray? Every night when I grew up, we'd go to the living room. Anybody remember that? Four of us. We'd go to the living room, and before we go to bed, my mom and dad would get on their knees, wasn't it, brother? And they said, we're going to pray together. And I'd hear my mom praying, talking tongues, and my dad praying, talking tongues. I remember there were some values that put in me. And that's why I'm where I'm at today because they prayed some prayers and I thank God for those prayers. <clears throat> so they are watching you. You can cuss and raise all kind of hell and show them that's the world to be in. Oh no, that's gonna come back haunt you one day. But they need to hear some moms. They need to hear some moms praying for them, calling their names in prayer. Never forget, oh, it hit me. I never forget, my sister had been gone for a while. My mom was desperate to hear from her. She goes in her closet and she shuts the door, pulls the clothes apart, and she gets on her knees and she said, God, you're going to have to let me hear from my baby. Hadn't heard from her in weeks. I need to hear from my baby. After she got through talking to God and got off her knees, she walks outside and a few minutes later the phone rung and said, hello mama. Let me tell you something about the power of a mother's prayer. You can rock your kid's world if you pray for them. They may be going through some hell, but I promise you before God, you are affecting the spirit world that they're in. You're affecting what's going on in their world. Keep praying, moms. Don't you give up. I don't care what it looks like, what it sounds like. Don't you stop praying. You keep praying for them. You have a power with God if you keep praying. <laughs> you see, understand your values are passed on to your children. As your, as your life is lived in front of them, habits are picked up. Characters are picked up. Come on. 
You see, Proverbs 3 and 25 says, Strength and honor are her clothes, and she shall rejoice in the time to come. It's time for some kids to start looking like their parents. Or, or is that the way their parents have been dressing? Is that how they've been looking in front of their kids? We can smile and we can shout and we can talk in tongues in the church in here, but we go home. It's like Sunday school. Those kids will tell the truth on you. They'll tell their Sunday school teacher, yeah, mom and dad, they were fussing this morning. Yeah, them teachers, what was they saying? And them kids will tell everything they say. Then you wonder when they grow up. Another thing, you know, you have no business talking about the church in front of your kids. You shouldn't be down in the preacher. I know it don't matter how much you like this old gray-headed man, but you better watch out. You're turning, a, you're turning their ear away from one that can help them one day. Then the church, you better watch out. I don't like what they're preaching. I don't like the, uh-huh, you just sow some seeds in those babies. Uh-huh, when the cop comes, knocks on your door and says, hey, they in jail right now. Who are you gonna call? I know who all you call. Come on, saint of God. I'm here to tell you, I thank God this morning. I sat in my recliner, looked out, sister. I, I looked out, Maldice, this morning to Rosebush. But John, I looked and tears started flowing down my face. And I started thinking about my mom. I said, you gone, but you still live on in me. I, never, I tell you, I cherish what, I cherish the whipping she gave me. And, and I know I never, I always hear my mom, I wish I could have been a better mom. I, I'm not the perfect mom. And I'd always tell her, you're everything I needed and I thank God for you. You've been an awesome mom and you're a beautiful mom and I thank you for who you are. You ought to tell your mama. I know you may have got some whippings you think you didn't deserve, but you got a whipping for those things you didn't get a whipping for. Um, thank God for her. Thank God for who she was. You see, she passed, this woman in Proverbs passed it on to her children. What kind of life are you passing on, moms? What kind of life are you passing on? There's a story in Numbers I read. Tucked in the book of Numbers is a story about a family whose names are very hard to pronounce. In Numbers 26, 33, Zolophahad and his wife died during the 40 years wandering in the wilderness. And they have never had, they never had sons while they were there. But they had five daughters in the wilderness. When it came time for Moses to count the people and the tribes and decide who's going to get which land, the Bible said Zophel had daughters. They hadn't received anything because a father's inheritance passed on to his son. There's no record of it, but you see, they went on. They went to Moses, the Bible said. They talked to him about what they considered an injustice to them. Numbers 27 and Numbers 36 tells it. They pleaded their case in Moses, and Moses talked to God for them. The Lord told Moses, the girls are right. If a man had no sons, it went on to their daughters. It should go on. They spoke up for something that wasn't right. You see, they had 
good values while in the wilderness, their mom and dad taught them what was right and wrong. They taught them to speak up when things were wrong. We're living in a society now when there should be some forces speaking up in the home and telling the kids, we can't live like that. We can't live like that. We can't look like that. We can't do that. It's against God's morals and God's ethics. And for me and my house, we ain't gonna do that. Oh, yeah, oh I, I, I get it. We don't, we, don't, we, don't pastor, we don't parent like you. Well, I, I was raised that way. I sat down with my boys when they was messing their life up. Set them down with the word of God. And I said, it says here, you can't do that. Read them from the word of God and told them, you can't do that. If you do it, the blood's on your hands, not on my hands. You cannot sin and get away with it. So let me tell you something. Every time you get irritable at that mother who's calling you or trying to set you down and say, honey, listen to your mother. How many's ever heard that? Honey, let me listen to your mother. You better perk up, lean forward and say, yes, ma'am. And tell them, you know why? Because she's looking out for your soul's sake. It ain't all about here. It ain't all about right here, but it's about eternity she's looking out for. See, they went to Moses and pleaded their case. But I thank God they were taught some values on the journey in the wilderness that taught them to stand up for what's right. What values are you teaching your children about God, about life, about family, and about Christ, about the church? Come on now. How many is teaching your kids God comes first? Or t-ball or baseball comes first? How many is teaching your kids about life? God comes first. How many is teaching your, fa- your kids about family? There is a man and there is a woman. And mothers will never be done away with. And the name woman ain't going nowhere. You're still a woman. You're still a mother. I said it other night, I'm gonna say it this morning. I don't see two bulls out there having family. And I don't see two heifers out there having family. When God created man and woman, he created a family to begin and he gave them children. You need to teach your kids that's how it is. You need to teach them about honor your father and honor your mother. Give respect to your wife. Give respect to that mom and that dad. Honor them. I'll tell you to your face. I'll tell you nose to nose. I ain't got no use for nobody that gets up in their mama's face, toss trash to them. You know what? She laid her life on that birthing bed and give her life for you to be in this world. You ought to kiss her feet and hug her and say, Mom, thank you for laying your life down for me. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you for allowing me to live in this wonderful world. Amazes me, you read it all the time, saints, but your kids killing their parents. Jesus said it'd be that way in the end time. And it's that way now. Now I know you could go to some other church, scratch your ear, and give you some little message this morning, but that ain't the way I live and that ain't the way I'm going to preach it. I don't live that way. 
Paul told Tim, there'll be some people that want some itching ears. They want to scratch my ear a little bit, what I want to hear. They'll find them somebody to tell them out. But we live in a time, more Carl, who respect is going out the window. Oh, here we go. This ain't in my notes. It's come from the Holy Ghost. Another thing I was raised with, my mom and dad taught me to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, and no, sir. And one little slip up with yell, pop. That means you said it the wrong way. You need to teach your kids, quit saying yeah and uh-huh. My mom was alive today. She sat on that back seat back there. Every kid in this church was her kid. If you didn't, if you wasn't woman enough to make a mind, she'd walk up to your pew and say, sit down and shut up. We're in church, boy. Come on. If she heard your kid say, and disrespected Ma Carl, they said, yell to her. She said, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am to her. That's where respect comes from is moms. Mom, you have the power to correct them. You have the power to teach them. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, sir. Yes. Am I right or wrong? You go ahead and let them. You go ahead and let them. Uh-huh. You go ahead and let them have disrespect. It's always the teacher's fault. I'm sick and tired of hearing that junk nowadays. It's always the cop's fault. It's always the judge's fault. It's always the war come a world's fault. I'll tell you where we're going to start. Let's go to your house. Let's see how you live. Let's see how you teach them. Man, I didn't come for this day. I come from mamas. Well, I'm taking up from mamas. And they can't do it all by themselves, dads. I said it last Sunday, I'm going to say it again. We don't need no panty waste men. We need some men that stand up and say, hey, what your mama said is what I'm backing. Come on. I went to my dad. I thought I could get away with dad. John get away with any of them. My poor little John. Sneaky as a rat. My mom get on to me. I try to sneak to dad. <laughs> and dad said, what'd she say? I said, dad, you know. He said, what'd she say? That's the way it is. And I got tickled. <laughs> when they got older, mom, when dad would get into about something, mom would call me and say, don't you tell your daddy. It went a little bit later. My dad would come out the house. I got to tell you something. Now, don't tell your mama. And I relive what I live telling them the same thing. And I'm going, now I'm, I'm, I'm my daddy and my dad's. Anybody been there? Y'all didn't have no excited parents if you didn't been there that way. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We got to teach them respect. And I said it while I go, you can laugh at it if you want to. But I looked at Ma, Ma Garrett growing up. And my dad taught me and my brother and them. If you want to know what kind of wife you're going to get, go look at that mother. I grew up around Maul Garrett and them. Went too far from them. And I, I watched her a lot. Paul Garrett, hardworking people. Good ethics, good morals. And I thought, my God, I'm going to get a jewel. Because I looked at her mom. Heart. Let me just let it out straight. She knows how to cook. We got women don't even know how to make a biscuit now. We got girls getting married. All thing they know to do is pour it from a can in a pot. Put it two minutes in the microwave. We don't, they don't know how to make chicken and dumplings. 
they don't even know how to fry chicken. Oh, my husband does all the cooking. Don't tell me that. You need to get your honey in the garden and learn how to cook too. It wasn't done that way when they raised. I'm sorry. I was raised in the air when they did it like it was supposed to be raised. The woman in Proverbs got honor for not being idle, not being the one who sat around the home, but she led the home with her husband. I thank God for them. She said, Mom, I ain't coming back next year on Mother's Day. <laughs> values. What values are you teaching? Let me hurry. Children about. From work ethics to monetary values will be instilled in your children by the way you conduct ourselves by our words. What are you saying around them? What affects them? Ten spies are standing at the promised land and their negative words affected the whole generation because of what they said. Let me tell you something. Your kids fail and make mistakes. Don't call them stupid and fools. Because it comes from a mom. It sticks in their heart. The old saying goes, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's a lie from hell. Come on, them words will always stick with you. They'll radiate in your mind. You'll never forget them. Come on. You need to encourage your kids when they fall and make mistakes. Get back up, baby. You can make it. You can do better. You can overcome this. We need some encouragement. And mom, you have a powerful voice in their life. You see, Susan Wesley passed and, and inherits their children while she, they live with her. They heard her pray to God for their soul. Her work manifested through their life. Proverbs 31, 13 said, she seeketh wool and fleck, worketh willingly with her hands. My brother can tell you, and I can tell you now, I had two hard working parents. My dad worked 16, 17 hours a day. My mom worked 10, 12 hours a day and come home. House was clean, food was cooked, kids was taken care of. Let me tell you something, you gonna call my mama, you better learn to work. I mean, let me say it again, because all you, all, you all you girls dreaming about, I can't wait to meet that man. We're going to fall in love, and we're going to have all so much fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are, paying them bills. Then when you can't pay them, you're going to gripe at each other and fuss and cuss at each other. When he don't work like you thought he worked, he don't treat you like, you like you did on a date. Then when you start spurting out them kids and they start crying at night time keeping you up all night long. Oh, you wanted to be like mom and daddy. You want to have a house like them, car like them, kids like them. Now you got them. Now quit putting them off on them. Because you couldn't handle what you wanted. If you're man enough to produce them, you need man enough to take care of them. If you're man enough to birth them, you'll be woman enough to raise them. It ain't your mom and daddy's, it ain't your mom and daddy's job, it's your job. You be telling something what that baby you holding? That baby you holding is a gift from God. Where's she at, Ross? Give me, come here. Where's she at? Where's she at? Is she asleep? I'm waking her up. This right here is called a gift from God. This beautiful baby girl is a beautiful gift. I know she's sweet right now, but like Brother Hook said one time, you're going to meet the devil one day. 
She's got horns. I hear it all the time. Ain't they sweet? They're so cute. I'm going, you just wait. You, you wait. You're going to be up all night long sometime, many times. You ain't going to be able to sleep. I better stop right there. Because I got a PhD in this. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, girls. You're going to be a mom one day. You better go sit down and talk to some elders. You better go sit down and talk to Ma Carl. You better sit down and talk to Sister Patterson, Ma Garrett, Sister Vicky. You better, you better sit down and talk to Ma Dicey. You better sit down and talk to someone and say, what's it like? Now, you may not want to get married after you leave them. I've had girls sit in my, in my office that got up later on, got married, and come back and say, what in God's name didn't you talk me out of it? I said, I tried, but you didn't listen. I said, it's work. Being a mama's work. Come on, being a mama's work. Being a mama's work. It ain't no playing to it. It's work. Let me hurry. You see, real quick, Arisa, the daughter of Ela, had two sons taken to put in the hands of the Gibeonites. This story I love. They took them and they hung them so everyone could see her two boys. Moms, isn't it painful to see your children taken by the enemy and make an open shame? They were taken and hung at the beginning of barley harvest in April. There are seasons that you will have to pray through. Anybody hear me? The seasons you're going to have to pray through, moms. Risa went prepared to do what she had to do. The Bible says she took her blanket with her. There are battles that's going to take us a while to get through. It ain't going to be overnight battle. She stayed from April to October, the Bible said. She drove away birds by day. And beasts by night where they couldn't come and take upon the flesh of her sons. She battled hot days and nights. She continued when it rained and the wind blew hard. She continued to stay with the joy in her place as a mother. Can I hear you, Mom? No matter what she saw or she heard, she continued to stand. Can I tell you? No matter what you hear, Moms, and no matter what you see, you got to still be a mom. Until the king heard about her faithfulness and gave honor to her sons and removed them and allowed to bury them. Moms, you have a power to influence. Titus 2 and 4 tells me and you this, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. Come on. Let me tell you something, moms. You got a hard job. There's a... There's a breakdown, Sister Banks, you come. There's a breakdown, and I'm going to go real slow. There's a breakdown how much it costs to raise a kid now. Listen to me. The government recently calculated the cost of raising a child from birth to 18, Rosie. Josh. And I am fixing to tell you, 
It says from birth to 18, it costs $288,094 to raise one, 18 years. It's $16,000 a year. It's $1,333.25 per month. It's $333.31 a week, and it's $47.61 a day. It costs to raise a child. What do you get for $288,094? What do you get? This is what you get, moms. You get the naming rights, their first name and last name. Glimpses of God every day as you look up on their face. Giggles under the cover at night. Butterfly kisses and hugs from them. A hand to hold with peanut butter and jam on it. A partner for blowing bubbles, flying kites, building sandcastles, and skipping rope. You get to fingerprint. You get to carve pumpkins out. Play hide and go seek with them. Catch lightning bugs and never stop believing in Santa Claus. You are their hero of throwing frisbees. Removing splinters and picking them up when they fall. In the eyes of your child, moms, you have the power to heal boo-boos and the power to scare away monsters. You are their mom. Powerful. That's what you get, mom. You see, Jehochabad raised Moses for five years until she turned him over to Pharaoh's daughter. In those five years, she instilled some teaching in him that would keep him all those years till he, he got old enough to leave. Let me tell you, I encourage you, moms. We live in a dark, dark time. But everything you do positive in front of your kids impacts their heart. Come on. Every time you say we're going to church, that impacts them. And every time you say, I don't feel like going, we'll stay home tonight, that impacts them. Every time you sit, when I was, when I was raised, how many remember this? You had to sit by your mom and dad in church. <clears throat> I remember sitting by my dad and my mom. Sister Patterson, I hear my mom praying in the spirit. I look up sometime and I could see it in my, my I could see it in my mind right now, John. I could look up at Dad. I'd watch him with hands lifted, tears flowing down his face. I'd watch him. I'd watch him. I look at my mom when I sit by her, but Scott, I look up at her. I look right at her. She was this she was this tall. My mom, that tall. I look at her. Big old tears flowing down her face, wet in her dress. God bless my boys, bless my babies, bless my husband, bless my home. Sister Deborah, those words still are in my ears. Never forget when my brother was born, he was born with difficulty in his ear. And I never forget, I thought about it this morning as I sat and thought. I never forget when I went to the hospital and my mom was holding my brother. She is sitting there crying. 
Mom, what's wrong? Oh, it's going to be so hard on him. And my, my mom began to pray, Lord, help him and anoint him. Help him, Jesus. I remember her saying that. I remember her prayers. I remember her worship. I remember how she taught me to live for God. Everything you do, Mom, you impact your children. Come on, they're picking up something you're doing. On the other hand, you can be the one, we don't need to go to church. We don't need to go to church. We don't need church. We don't need to live like that. You live your life, your door can be a rotating door for all kind of people coming in your home. But I promise you one thing, they're going to remember it. They're going to remember how you are. I'd hate to know I had to look at my mom at a casket. And that's all I remembered about her. But the day I looked at my mom right here and my dad right here, my brother can tell you, all I can remember is the good things. I didn't look at her face and remember Sister Vicky how crazy of a life we lived. I remember how godly she lived. I know my mom was a spitfire. Probably got on some of your nerves. That's the way she was. She wasn't lazy. I showed a picture of Brother Josh while I go with my dad. He looked at my brother. He said, how can that be? I said, that, I said that's my Uncle Julius. This is my daddy. And I showed him a picture of my dad. He said, oh, yeah. That's your, your dad. I grew up. You've heard me say it many times. I prayed. I prayed so much. Oh, God, I want to be like my daddy. I loved his humility, his humbleness, his kindness. But God didn't listen to me. He gave me my mama's attitude. But the Bible, you know, as we're born, you become progenitors, you become 50-50. You may look like your father, but you're going to become like your mother. You look like your mother, become like your father. Either way, I don't care. Because I look at days as I'm pastoring now, if it went, I didn't have the attitude of my mom, I'd done folded up and quit. But she had some fight in her. She had some drive in her. And my dad would sit back and just smile. He had some bling bling. He had some go a gold tooth. I said, man, you looking cool. He'd smile and that thing would shine. I can see him today, Brother Eddie's smiling. And I'd get so tickled. <laughs> We'd pick on him. We'd smile at us, Daddy. If we need some money, we're getting that too. But moms, I encourage you, please listen today. It's God's will that you influence your kids for Him. Can we stand? You don't mind. I want you to lift your heart and hands and say Lord thank you for this day we love you we give honor to you Lord for our moms come on
And I'm going to question you like this. I know you may have to step out in the aisle or do something. But if your mom's here, I want you to get with your mom if they're able to walk down here with them. You got your mom. Come on, kids. You got a mama. Get your mama walk down here. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.